boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, look, you got a business and you have no digital marketing. You know what that means? No one's able to find you. So if we're going to start, if you're going to start marketing your business one way or the other, digital is one of those ways to go. And that's what this episode's all about. So let's get started. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life, prestige, wealth, freedom, it can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you and welcome to another episode of Business Plus. This is bros. Today we have an exceptional guest who knows the ins and outs of digital marketing that grows a business. As the driving force behind Height Digital in Bend, Oregon, he's not just running a digital marketing campaign, he's invested in your business's growth and success. Picture this, custom digital marketing strategies that elevate your brand, making it a trusted household name in your community. It's the perfect match for business owners and marketers looking to scale their ventures. So get ready to discover the secrets to better results, higher ROIs, and a powerful online presence. Let's welcome to the show, Mr. T.J. Murphy. Is my brother, welcome to the program. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, man. That was a fire intro. I appreciate it. That's what we do, bro. That's what we do. All right. Look, first questions first, man. I want to know your background. I, I mean, I, I kind of hinted towards it during the intro, but digital marketing is something that my students are going to be learning. So I kind of want to gear my question around talking, talking to like 17 year old high school seniors. What's it like? How did you get to this career? What has digital marketing done for you in your life? Yeah, man, I love the the context of, of having your class in the room. So for me, digital marketing was always something that I was really interested in. You know, I went to college, I got my degree, you kind of get a little taste of everything. And marketing was the one that really spoke to me. I loved understanding consumer behavior. I loved understanding the ins and outs of, you know, the psychology of advertising and what gets people to actually take action and connect with brands. But it wasn't until I kind of got into the corporate world, I started working as a marketing manager for a big property management company. And all of my clients were tenants at the shopping center, small mom and pop businesses that didn't know how to market, didn't know how to drive foot traffic to their stores, had no online presence in some cases. So they would always come to me with their questions about social media, search engine optimization, how to run ads. And it gave me a crash course. It really taught me and forced me to get out there and learn what was working right then and there, what trends were going to be coming down the pipeline so that I could educate them. So what I ended up doing, didn't love, I loved the job. I loved working with our clients. I didn't love the corporate nine to five grind I was on. And my wife was feeling the same way. We were at this kind of moment in life where we wanted to make a change and we decided we were going to go travel. So we bought one-way tickets to Southeast Asia. We quit our corporate jobs, and we ended up backpacking for about a year and a half, traveling around. Well, it's certainly more enjoyable than my average day. Yes, exactly, man. It was, a, it was the adventure of a lifetime, and it put me on a trajectory where 
I was meeting all of these digital nomads, people that were starting and scaling businesses, serving people from anywhere in the world, living in exotic places, meeting cool people. And it sparked this, this idea that I wanted to start a company where I could help people in my home community, but I could help people anywhere and I could travel and build something that would support my family, that would help create a legacy while making an impact in communities around the world. And so that's where my digital marketing career began in, in the business world. And we've been rocking and rolling ever since. It's funny, man, because I, I, when I was growing up, it was all about go to school, go to college, get a good job. But it seems like you kind of did that and then realized that, nah, I mean, that works. You can do that, but that's not the freedom that you were after, that there was some other opportunity where you can still make a good living, still do what you wanted to do, still have that impact, but, but have that flexibility to do what you wanted to do. So let me ask you, as you started to, to build that life, you started Height Digital, and what sets your company apart from other marketing agencies? Yeah, man, it, it boils down to the people. There's a lot of great marketing agencies out there, but for anybody who owns a business who's worked with agencies before, you know that we're everywhere. Like we're we're popping up in your your DMs, we're we're blasting out cold emails, we're showing up at your door and cold calling, like it's a dime a dozen when it comes to marketing agencies. And it's really important to find alignment with the people. You want a team that you're not just talking to the sales guy who's really good at, at selling you on the vision. And then that guy's gone. Now you're working with an account manager over here who's going to be gone in six months. And you're constantly getting churned to new people, having to re-explain the vision that you have for your business, your story, talking about what's working. You really want to build a partnership. You want to work with a team that you know when you pick up the phone and dial them to talk about a problem or talk about a win, they're going to be there to either solve it or celebrate with you. People that you can build a relationship with that actually know and understand your business, your industry, the unique market that you're in, whether you're in a small community or a large city, you want to partner with people that can really articulate and sell you on what's going to work for your unique business, not just what everybody else is doing. Because if you're just doing what everybody else is doing, yeah, you might be able to stay ahead for a little bit, but you're going to start to see downward trends in terms of you know all the, the key KPIs that you're tracking for your business. I agree, dude. The relationships are like an absolute must. They're the key to any successful business because those relationships not only last a long time, meaning that you're not having to go find new clients all the time. But at the same time, they're sending you referrals because they love the service that you're providing them. So let me ask you, who's your ideal client? Who's the person that you're going after? Because I, I know different marketing agencies have different niches that they are very successful at. So who's your ideal client? I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. Yeah, so we do work with with a lot of different industries. You know, primarily we're working with service-based companies. So your local remodeling company, your local plumber, electrician, HVAC, roofing, all of those kind of businesses, regardless of what market you're in. We work with clients around the country. But really what I look for is the type of person. You know, I, I look for adventurous entrepreneurs. Starting a business is an adventure in and of itself. It takes courage. It takes tenacity. It takes some people skills. You need to be able to cultivate relationships with your clients, with your team, with external vendors like us. So I want to partner with people who 
aren't just looking for kind of a set it and forget it. Hey, we're going to hire this agency and they're going to take care of everything, which we do. But you need to be a part of the conversation. We want to build a relationship where we're empowering you with great marketing, but you're helping to steer that ship. We can only be as good as the feedback we receive from our clients. We need to understand what's working, what's not. What's going on with your staffing right now? Can you take on more clients or do we need to focus and pivot because you're so full of work or you're so understaffed that if we pour the fire on and bring you a bunch of leads, it's going to hurt your business, not help it. So we want to partner with people that not only love their business and love serving their communities. That's first and foremost. It needs to be a passion. They need to be really you know, full in on being that provider and empowering their community because that's what's going to help the economy there. That's what's going to help local families. That's what's going to help other businesses thrive. But more importantly than that, they need to be invested in the growth of their business and understand that hiring a marketing agency is a two-way street and you need to be a part of that conversation at the end of the day. You mentioned uh, pouring, pouring some fuel right? Which is essentially when, when a business is ready to scale. And oftentimes, you know, companies want to scale. They're just not always prepared for that influx of business that comes in. And if you get, if you hire a marketing agency, that's going to bring you the attention, that's going to get you the, the automations and follow-up sequences necessary to bring more and more clientele, qualified clientele. Yeah. There might be some problems there, right? You might start opening the, the fire hose and they're not prepared to take on that kind of water pressure. So how yep. do you help strategy? Uh, what are some of the strategies that your company has in place or that you guys do to kind of help business owners focus on scaling, but still handling some of these marketing intricacies so they're not overwhelmed? Yeah. I mean, it all starts with the foundational stuff. In the beginning, we're not just looking at the marketing. That's an important piece, but more importantly, we need to understand the process. If there's holes in the process, then we're just pouring into a leaky bucket. So we do a very comprehensive audit of how the business operates. Like, what does that funnel look like? If I'm coming through the website, what is my step one, two, three, four, five, all the way to close deal? And then even beyond, how are we going to bring this client back and make sure that they not only had an amazing experience, but are going to tell others about it? are going to become a repeat customer. So when we get in there and actually, you know, basically like secret shop the business, we go through, we have somebody pretend that they're a customer and and really pick holes in everything. And if we see issues, we want to fix that stuff long before we ever start turning on the marketing machine because we might identify, you know, a huge problem that could drastically change their conversion rate. We could identify the fact that hey, you know, if we brought in an additional 20, 30 calls a week, like this one person that's picking up the phone isn't going to be able to manage all those calls. You need a separate line or you need a, an external um, you know, phone team to be, be handling and vetting out these leads and then feeding them into your sales team to actually close the deal. So it really boils down to needing to do your due diligence and understand what's going on before you turn on the marketing machine so that you know you're capturing every dollar of ROI once it is in place. Yeah, we're going to we're going to ask about ROI here in a second, but but primarily what you're talking about is understanding the customer journey, right? Knowing what the customer is going to experience from the moment they come in contact with any marketing material, your landing page, whatever it's going to be to the point that they close. Now, every company is a little bit different, right? I mean, you've experienced uh, a, a plumber is not the same as a dentist. They're, they're going to have a little bit different type of marketing. They're all a little bit different. Ain't no thing like me. 
said me. <laughs> Rocket, right? Exactly. Yeah. So if, if walk me through so, like an example that you've had a, with, with a client, because I always feel like facts tell, stories sell, right? The story is always the, the, the better way to kind of approach this. Walk me through one of those customer journey processes that you've gone through and how it kind of the, the, the light bulb kind of goes off for that for that client because sometimes entrepreneurs think they know what the customer journey is until you actually start to break it down and you find all those holes. Yeah, 100 percent. So a recent example, we were working with a remodeling company, custom homes, remodeling, design, build, and they've been around for almost two decades. They do amazing work. They've really built their business on the quality through referrals, through word of mouth, but didn't really have much of an online presence. So first thing we do, well, let's let's take a look at the website. <laughs> let's see what are people actually going to see when they find you online, if they even find you online. And so, you know, step one, do a full comprehensive audit, looking at the website from a user experience standpoint. And I mean, the reality was this website looked like it was built in the year 2000. It, <laughs> it was not presenting a good first impression to your customers. And, and oh, here's- hell no. <laughs> Hell no, exactly. Yeah, here's the reality. In this day and age, like we have such short attention spans. People that are going online, looking on Google for a remodeling company, a roofing company, a dentist, whatever it is, they want to find the right person in the shortest period of time. So if they're going to your website and it doesn't look good, they're moving down the list. If they're looking at your Google reviews and you don't have any or they're bad, they're moving down the list. So you need to capture people's attention right away and position yourself as the authority, the best solution to what they're looking for. And so in this case, you know, we sat down and said, hey, look, this is step one. You've got this website that may have been a good tool back in the year 2000, but we need to redo it. We need to bring it up to modern times. We need to make sure that your customers are going to have an easy experience. We want to create the path of least resistance to them finding you on Google, visiting your website to ultimately going through your funnel and picking up the phone or filling out the form, whatever the case may be, while positioning you as the best resource. So case studies, really telling the stories of how they've made these drastic transformations for their clients, taking homes that were dilapidated or outdated, or maybe they just wanted to create a, you know, an additional income stream, build an addition what they could put on Airbnb or an ADU or whatever the case may be. We need to tell those stories so people can say, ah, oh, that's exactly what I need. And only then will we be able to really turn on the fire hose, like you said, and, and put the marketing machine into work. I mean, I don't think that was such a tough sell to update their website. They're a remodeling company. They literally update. Updating is what, they, what they do. do. Basis, right? <laughs> yeah, so it makes it. sense. They saw the vision, man. Yeah. Let, let's talk a little bit about ROI, return on investment. So it's definitely a crucial factor when it comes to marketing. Uh, being in the marketing space myself, I know that this question can always be a little awkward to talk about because unless you're talking ad spend, direct ad spend, where you can kind of see a monetized item I spent this much money, I get this much return on that particular ad. It's it's difficult to quantify what a marketing strategy can do overall, especially when you're talking about building a database and then selling to that particular database. The acquisition cost all of a sudden goes way down when you have when you have marketing strategies in place that continuously market to your client base. How do you go about 
describing or or explaining to your clients the ROI when it comes to off, uh, using your services. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it all boils down to data. Like we we do digital marketing, but we do more than that. Like we partner with local TV, local radio, print, whatever the case may be. Every business is going to have a different set of needs. And when it comes to more traditional, yeah, it's a lot harder to attribute ROI to it. With digital, we do have a lot more firepower there. So beyond just Google Analytics, we use a tool where we can actually track every lead that comes in, whether that's coming through Google, organic search, through a Google ad, through a social media campaign, through a TV, radio with a unique URL, we have all of that information feeding into one central hub where at the end of every month, we can sit down and say, you know, hey, Mr. Johnson, here's the 30 leads that, that came in last week. 20 of them came through this campaign. Five came from here. Five came from there. Let's review these together. Like, let's listen to some of these calls. Which ones were good? Which ones weren't? Let's start looking at it. And then with this system, we can actually track. Okay, that was a quotable job. That was a quotable job. That one converted. And over time, we can start to attribute actual dollar amounts to each respective marketing channel so that at the end of six months, 12 months, when we do our kind of sit down and review things, we're not just guessing. We can see, hey, SEO, not only has your traffic increased by 30%, but we've seen organic leads go up by 40%. And the ROI, the actual revenue generated was this amount versus how much you just paid us to make that happen. Like we can tell the story and back it up with data. So that's that's a big thing. If you're working with a marketing agency and you're not getting that clear information, it's like, oh yeah, we think things are working or yeah, the phones are ringing, but there's no like proof. There's no data behind it. That's a big red flag. So data is yeah. everything. Make sure you're tracking it. You know, you're a hundred percent then, and you, that's where CRMs and, and these automations definitely come into place. Cause you need to have a way of tracking that data. Let's talk a little bit about the brand side of things, right? So part of the marketing aspect is being able to create content to be able to, whether you're doing it on an, on a paid ads type thing, or you're doing it uh, organically through social media, you're putting out content on a regular basis. Case studies are great pieces of content, you know, before and afters are great pieces of content, especially when you're talking about remodels and, and things like that. How important is it for uh, a company today to create content and to create content at scale and use it in their marketing campaigns? It's critical. It's critical. I mean, look, look around at your top competitors. I think more often than not, the people that are really killing it in any market, let's just you know continue with the local service-based company, for example, the local plumbing company, the local electrician, the ones that are really doing well have killer truck wraps like everywhere they go they're marketing themselves because they're driving around town with this badass rig that's got their brand all over it they're doing stuff on social media their marketing is storytelling at the end of the day and you need to be able to tell the stories of how you're helping your customers so if there's a you know crazy leak that, that was going to destroy somebody's home and you came and and you fixed the problem and you capture that testimonial in a video and you can tell a story around that People in the community are going to know that person. They're going to say, oh, yeah, that's my neighbor. Or, hey, that guy's my my son's teacher. Like, look at that awesome job that X company did. They're not going to need a plumber right then and there. But you're planting a seed. You know, every piece, every touch point, every time somebody sees your brand, you're planting a seed. And when they have a problem down the road, if you've had enough of those touch points, 
who are they going to remember? Probably you. And then if you're also the first person that's showing up on Google, you've got great reviews, you've got a killer website, you've got a great lead nurturing sequence where they do start to interact with you. Now they're getting good emails to educate and empower them. That's when everything starts to click into place. Let's uh, let's talk to that uh, startup bootstrap company, the one that wants to hire a company like yours, a digital marketing company. They're just not quite there yet. Yeah. What are some tips and tricks that you can share with them to get them to a point where they're starting to bring in customers and they're not invisible online anymore, but now they're like, okay, I got this marketing started. Now I need somebody to help me take over. How can I move on? Yeah, I mean, the foundational stuff, it's its not rocket science. Like, yes, you should be asking your customers for reviews. Google is the best place to capture those. That's going to help with your local search presence when people are looking for the services that you offer. So make sure that you're doing that from day one. I can't tell you how many companies we come into contact with that either A, don't even have a Google My Business profile, now Google Business Profile set up, or B, just do not ask their customers for reviews. That is the one thing that you can control that, exponentially will have a massive impact on your visibility in your business. Otherwise, I mean, when you're just getting started, you don't have the money to invest in marketing right away, but you necessarily, you don't necessarily need it. Like get out in your community, go to networking groups, make, make an impact, sponsor a local little league team, do something to show that you care about the people in your community. And when you're getting out and you're talking to people, you're making interactions, you're building your network your net worth is going to increase. It's just how it works. If the, you know people and they get to know, like, and trust you, that's going to lead to referrals. That's going to lead to business. And that's going to allow you to get to a point where you can invest in the long-term growth of your business and really focus on digital marketing. All right. People that are interested in moving up to that next level, they want to work with a company. They just never know what, what, you have to offer and how to do that sort of stuff. So if people want to reach out to you, you got any promos, discounts, giveaways, things that incentivize people to come at least check you out? Yeah. So really our process is kind of a two step. We want to meet with you first. We want to get to understand your business. So consider this a discovery call. We're going to understand where you're at now, where you want to go, and also what your goals are beyond just, hey, I want to, I want to double my revenue this year. Okay, but what is that going to enable you to do? Do you want to hire more people? Are you getting ready to sell this business someday? Are you going to pass it down as a legacy to your kids? To us, understanding what the motivations are beyond just financial numbers, that's our true KPI. If we can help a business owner to take a three-week vacation with their family that they haven't been able to do in five years since they started the business, that's what we're going to put up on the wall. That's going to be what winning looks like for us. And so... Taking that two-step approach, we want to understand your business. Then what we do is we sit down as a team. We actually meet and look at that unique business. We look at all the competitors. We do a full audit of all their digital marketing, all the marketing that they're doing. That way we have a clear picture and can make good, um, knowledgeable recommendations and guide them to what is going to be the best plan of action based on where you're at, what you can afford right now, how much you want to grow. And then we lay out, here's the path. You know, we're going to start here. This is what's going to work in stage one. In six months, you know, we're going to reevaluate. Once we move up, here's what we recommend as X, Y, and Z down the road. And then from there, if they like what, what we've laid out as a game plan, we'll talk about the investment and what it would look like to partner together. But at the end of the day, you're going to walk away with 
10x more knowledge about your marketing and your business than you did before the call. All right, TJ, you've shared a, a lot of great information with us. So I'm going to take you back to the classroom here. Um, if you were to go back to your 17-year-old self, you had to decide what kind of career path you were going to do with all the entrepreneurs that you've talked to so far. What advice would you give to a 17-year-old kid about to graduate high school, ready to take on the world, but has no clue really what the next step is going to be? Yeah. So, I mean, I went off to college, but I didn't have any idea of, of what I wanted to do. I thought that, oh, I'll just figure it out. And if you want to go to college, do it. It's important to get educated, but don't expect that you're going to learn everything that you need to know in college getting your degree. You need real world experience. The information that they teach you in school, more often than not, is going to be outdated by the time you're out of there. I know that held true for my, my business degree. I learned a lot of great skills, how to collaborate, how to lead, how to be a good public speaker, how to think critically. But in terms of actual tactical digital marketing knowledge, that, that stuff wasn't in the, the textbooks. You got to get out there and find what you're passionate about. I mean, it's, it's cliche, but if you are passionate about something, go find an internship, go find a volunteer opportunity, reach out to a business and say, hey, I really love what you guys are doing and I would love to be able to support you. Can I come shadow you for a day or can I help with X, Y, and Z project? Open doors through relationships and seek out opportunities to learn in the real world, not just in the, the classroom. That would be my recommendation. All right, one more thing. So I'm going to be teaching my students how to use uh, Go High Level, which is a, a CRM where they're able to create landing pages, automations, and do stuff like that that you're literally doing for your businesses. If they learn the skills that we're about to teach them in this in this school year, what kind of money do you think, I mean, based on the same industry that you're in, that they could possibly have even as an 18, 19-year-old kid with those types of skills? Oh, man. As an 18 and 19 year old, there are no limits on you. If you understand how to use Go High Level, how to create Google ad campaigns, how to run SEO campaigns, more importantly, you should be learning how to use AI. You should become an expert at using ChatGPT, using AI video software, image software, all of the tools that are coming out now. It's not, I mean, yes, it will replace jobs, but what it's really going to do is the people that invest and put the time in to learn how to use these tools, your value is going to be that much higher than somebody that does not know how to use that stuff because your output and your efficiency is going to be that much greater. So hard to put a dollar amount on it, but as an 18 or 19 year old, if you can use AI to help a business and empower them in their digital marketing or really in any realm of their business, you can make far more than minimum wage, you can make a very good income and that'll set you up to be able to earn six figures and beyond in a very short amount of time. So you heard it, ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly what we're going to be learning in class. So DJ, uh, TJ, thank you very much for coming on the program today. You shared a lot of great information real quick before we head out. How can people reach you if they want to work with you? Yeah. So you can find me heightdigital.com slash bend and all the socials. I am TJ Murphy. I also host a podcast called Adventurous Entrepreneurs. You can check that out, but I'm easy to find online. Reach out, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. I think that was floating around on the screen at some point. Would love to chat with you. 
Perfect. TJ, thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Look, digital marketing, if you have a business, is a must. You got to learn the skills. And for my students in here, 17-year-old, learning those skills could really take you to a whole new level. So TJ, thank you very much for coming on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.